Before we get started today, I want to send you a special invitation. On Thursday, October 21st, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, the Center for Diabetes and Mental Health is hosting Reimagine T1D, an interactive virtual workshop that will help you define your vision in your life with type 1 diabetes and then give you practical tools and resources you need to achieve that vision. To register for this free event, go to www.reimagined1d.com. That's www.reimagined1d.com. Registration is free and open right now. I can't wait to see you there to help you redefine your vision for your life with type 1 diabetes. And now without further ado, let's get to the podcast. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. What is your vision in your life with type 1 diabetes? Where do you want to go and what do you want to do? When I ask people this question, most of the time, they tell me what they don't want. They tell me they don't want to feel so burnt out. They don't want to feel so frustrated. And they don't want to have diabetes anymore. These are the same people who are feeling stuck. What if you thought about things in a different way? What if you thought not about what you don't want, but what you do want, where you want to go, what you want to be able to do, even if diabetes is long for the ride? In this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about how you can develop your vision for your life with type 1 diabetes, looking ahead and imagining what's possible for you, and figuring out how to get there even with diabetes around, navigating around the obstacles as opposed to letting them get in the way. If you're able to look forward in your life and see a vision for yourself, you can use that as leverage to help you get yourself there. Sometimes this stuff isn't easy and it will require work, but I guarantee you, if you have a vision, that work will be worth it. In your life with diabetes, it's totally normal to think about all the things you don't want to have happen, but we need to start thinking about what we do want to have happen. See, the problem of this way of thinking is that when you say, I don't want to feel burnt out, I don't want to feel anxious, I don't want to have diabetes, that way of thinking is having what I call a non-vision. You focus on what's wrong rather than where you want to go. It's kind of like if you're running a race and your legs get tired and you start thinking about how you don't want to have tired legs anymore. What do you do? If that thought gets in your head and stops you, you can't finish the race. You're stuck on the track. But if you think about where you want to go and get to the finish line, then having those tired legs is a challenge you can navigate as opposed to something that's going to get in your way. The same thing is so true in your life with diabetes. If you think about where you don't want to be, you get stuck in that place. But if you think about where you want to get to, then the things that are happening that are getting in your way become challenges to navigate as opposed to barriers that you can't get over. And they allow you to achieve that vision. Having a vision of not having something happen isn't good enough. It keeps you stuck. But when you have a vision of where you want to go and what you want to do, the sky's the limit. 
I'm going to walk you through a process to help you develop that vision of where you want to go so you can keep it forefront in your mind, especially when things get tough. You can use that vision and your excitement about getting there as leverage to help move you through the challenges that you will encounter with diabetes. But before you do that, you have to have a plan about how to develop that vision and how to see what is possible in your life with diabetes. And trust me, you can do a whole lot more in your life with diabetes than what you think you can. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to walk you through a six-step process to develop the vision for your life with type 1 diabetes, maybe even a vision bigger than you ever dreamed of. The first step here is dreaming big. If you're like most people with type 1 diabetes, at some point or even right now, you have felt like diabetes is holding you back or is going to hold you back from doing the things that you want to do in your life. I want you to let go of all of those things right now and dream big. Forget that you have diabetes and forget about all the barriers that are in your way. And think about what you want your life to look like beyond diabetes. What would you do if diabetes was not a factor? Think big. Now, a word of caution here. You're probably so used to thinking of all the ways that diabetes might get in the way that you may hold back on your dreams. You may say, well, I'd like to do that, but diabetes is going to get in my way because of low blood sugar or because of cost or because of the amount of mental space that it takes up. Simply let go of those things. Don't let your thoughts get in your way. Your mind is your biggest enemy here. And I want to give you the freedom to dream big without even thinking about diabetes. What is it that you would do? Imagine that anything is possible and imagine the diabetes was not in your way. What would that look like for you? As you're thinking about these things, you may be going back and forth between being excited and being scared and thinking about how it's impossible and probably won't ever happen. That's a good thing. That's exactly where we want you to be. As you think about your vision for your life with diabetes, we want to excite you, but we also want to scare you a little bit because it's pushing beyond what you think is possible. And guess what? That's scary, but that's also okay because things worth doing are scary sometimes. And just because something is scary doesn't make it impossible. In your mind, diabetes puts all kinds of limits on what's possible in your life, what you can and can't do. And the purpose of dreaming big is to shatter those limits and to allow yourself to the freedom to see what you want to do without diabetes getting in the way. When you dream big, you're not making a commitment to anything. You're not locking yourself into any kind of action or commitment. Not at all. But what you're doing is you're thinking beyond and getting yourself out of the mindset of limitations and what's not possible and allowing yourself the flexibility and freedom to see what might be possible and what is possible in your life with type 1 diabetes. If you have something in mind right now, take out a piece of paper and write it down. Writing it down makes it even more real and maybe even more scary. But seeing it on paper is an important part of the process because you see what you want to do and you can't do it unless it's real. It's not just going to happen out of thin air. You have to make it real and take actionable steps to getting there. And writing it down and maybe even sharing it with other people is a great way to get your mind going and get you started. The next step to thinking about your vision with type 1 diabetes is to look beyond what you don't want to be. As I said a little earlier in the podcast, so many times we talk about how we don't want to be something with diabetes. 
You don't want to be burnt out. You don't want to be anxious. You don't want to be a person with diabetes anymore. And that's totally reasonable. We all want to get rid of the negative things. But when we only focus on getting rid of the negative things, we keep ourselves stuck. You have to ask yourself, why is it so important for me to get rid of this negative thing? Sure, it's uncomfortable, but what is it stopping me from doing? Because if you only get rid of the negative thing and focus on what you don't want to be, you're never able to achieve what you do want to be. You need a direction to get you there, and you need the barriers out of the way. So these negative feelings are the barriers, but they're not the direction. Once you get them out of the way, you need to figure out where you're going to go. So a vision is not negative. It's not taking away the negative things, but it is seeing a place where you want to be and having a clear direction of getting there. And the negative things are just barriers. Once those things move out of the way or you can navigate around them, they're not that big of a deal anymore. Now that you've been able to dream big and look beyond the negative things of diabetes and look into what you want to be able to do in the future, it's time to get specific. I want to tell you that specific can be scary. It's easy to say, I would love to go whitewater rafting sometime in the future, or I would love to go on vacation to Hawaii sometime next year. But those things are pretty vague, and staying in that place of vague is safe. You can dream big about what you want to do in the future, but until you decide to do something and actually make a commitment with actual dates and potentially money and plans, you're not really going anywhere. You stay in that vague place, which is safe. You're able to tell yourself, I'm going to do great things in the future. I'm going to do exciting things in the future. But you're not actually making a commitment to doing them. You're just thinking about them. They're all in your head. Once you make a commitment, and with dates and specifics and maybe even money, that's when things get real. And that's when things get scary. But that's where you want to be going. Dreams without action and dreams without follow through are meaningless. And quite honestly, they just end up making you feel more frustrated with yourself because you have these ideas about what you want to do and they never get done, leaving you in a place of wondering why, what's wrong with me? Why can't I follow through on these things? It's scary. You're saying to yourself, I'm willing to put myself out there. I'm willing to push myself beyond my comfort zone and I'm committing to doing it right now. I want you to think about it this way. Let's say you live in California and you decide to go on a road trip to, let's say, New Mexico. And so you get in your car and in the GPS, you put in New Mexico. Where are you going to be going? New Mexico is a pretty big state. And without a specific direction, you're going to be wandering aimlessly. Sure, you'll be in the general vicinity, but you'll never get to the specific place you want to go. Now, imagine that you have an aunt who lives in Albuquerque and you want to go visit her. In order to get to her house, you have to put in the exact address into the GPS. Putting in the city of Albuquerque doesn't help you one bit because you'll be wandering around Albuquerque aimlessly, not knowing where to go. The same thing is true with our vision in our life with type 1 diabetes. We can say, I want to be more adventurous. Well, that's great, but what does that mean for you? You can say, I want to travel more. But again, what does that mean for you? But if you say, I want to be adventurous by going skiing next winter in Lake Tahoe, and I'm planning to do it on President's Day weekend, that is specific. But remember, specific is scary. If you go into the process remembering that you may be scared. So when you are scared, it doesn't surprise you. And you remember it's a normal part of the process. Now it's time for you to get specific in your vision for your life with type 1 diabetes. 
And we're going to start very simple with one thing. Take a minute and think to yourself about one thing that you want to do in your life with type 1 diabetes that you feel you haven't been able to do. One place where diabetes has been holding you back. I want you to go ahead and write that one thing down. If you're having trouble identifying one thing, think back to the last time you told yourself or told somebody else, I can't do that. I have diabetes. If it's something that you really wanted to do and you weren't just using diabetes as an excuse not to do something that you didn't want to do, that's probably a good place to start. We all have those stories we tell ourselves about what diabetes stops us from doing or prevents us from doing. And we want to break beyond those barriers. And so you can see that your mindset around diabetes does not have to stop you from doing anything. But the more specific you can be here, the better. Not only do you want to identify exactly what you want to do, but when you want to do it. And maybe even who you want to do it with. Write those things down. Doing this takes them out of your head. It takes you from dreaming big to actually committing to making your dreams come true. And that's what vision's all about. Not just thinking, but doing. Step number four is a place you want to check yourself. Step number four is making sure you pick a vision that matters to you. I don't want you doing things just for the sake of doing them, because other people think you should be doing them, or because you think you should be doing them. I want you to have a vision for life with diabetes that has really great impact for you, and is going to help you live the life that you want to live. If you don't do that, if you don't pick that vision that matters to you and go deeper there, you're going to have trouble following through. Yes, you make a commitment, and yes, you're specific about it, but actually getting yourself to follow through with that commitment is going to be tough. Having a vision means having a direction that you want to go in, and one that's important for you for a specific reason. So you have to ask yourself, why is it that I really want to do that thing that I committed to doing? And if you can't figure out a reason, you may want to check yourself and rethink what you wrote down. Let me give you an example. Imagine that you think to yourself, I really want to go skiing next winter, but I've always felt like diabetes is holding me back from going skiing. You have to ask yourself, why is skiing so important to you? And what will you get out of going skiing? If you've always wanted to have an adventure and your whole family skis, but you stay behind because you feel like you can't ski because of diabetes, then going skiing is probably a pretty good idea. You know, you get to be with your family, you get to have that connection with them, and you'll get to feel the wind on your face as you're going down the mountain. On the other hand, if you have the vision that you want to go skiing, but either you can't figure out why you want to go skiing, or if you feel like you're doing it for someone else, or you feel like you should want to go skiing, but you really don't, that's not a good enough reason. Your dreams and your vision need to be important to you. And sometimes we get off track and think about things that we should want to do, when in reality, we don't want to do them. And if one of those things is in your mind and in your vision, then you'll probably never get to it. And if you do get to it, you'll probably be miserable while you're doing it. And this is all about the dreams that you want to accomplish. So if you don't want to accomplish the dreams, then don't do them. But if there's something that you really want to do, and you've identified exactly why you want to do it and why it's so important to you, then full speed ahead. Step number five, once you identify your why, you have to remind yourself of that why every single day. As I said before, when you get specific with your vision, things get scary. And it's easy to talk yourself out of not doing what you want to do. You can always find an excuse about why diabetes is so hard or why you're so tired or why it's just not going to work out. And that's a natural part of the process. 
So as a part of the process of living out your vision, you have to remind yourself every single day why your vision is so important to you. So as your commitment gets closer, you're able to follow through with it. This is so important for a couple of different reasons. The first is we want to take away all the barriers possible to you achieving your goal and achieving your vision. And that's number one priority. But the other thing is we want to make sure that you're set up for success. Because if you're not set up for success, you get trapped in the mindset that when I try to do something, I always fail. And diabetes keeps getting in the way. And that's not a mindset that you want to have. You want to get evidence that things can be possible because things are possible. And it's easy for your mind to go to a place where that evidence is in the opposite direction, where the evidence tells you diabetes is too hard. And when you don't remind yourself of your reasons every single day, why you want to do something and why the discomfort and the stress and the fear is worth the outcome, then you set yourself up to get trapped in that spot where you want to do something, but then you talk yourself out of it, and then it becomes this belief that nothing will actually work out. Diabetes is still in the way, and it'll always be there. And from there, we get to step number six, which is identify your barriers. You've got to go into your vision and your action plan knowing that there are going to be barriers. There have been barriers for you forever now, and that's why you haven't got to do what you want to do yet. But even though you make the plan, have the vision, set your goals, and actually be specific about it, does not mean those barriers will go away. In fact, they may increase in your mind and in your diabetes management. Because we like to avoid things, and barriers are a great way to avoid. And so if you're prepared for those barriers by identifying what they are and how they might get in the way, it's going to be a lot easier for you to navigate around them and get to the place where you want to be, where you can fulfill your vision and do everything that you want to do without letting diabetes get in the way. We want to get you to a place where you're able to reimagine what is possible for you in your life with type 1 diabetes. And identifying the barriers is a key part of being able to get to that place where you're reimagining what diabetes can be like for you and what is really possible for you in your life with type 1 diabetes. Our minds naturally play funny tricks on us, and they try to get in our way every single day, especially around diabetes, and especially when we get scared of doing things. But just because we get scared doesn't mean it has to stop us. Identifying what barriers you might experience and figuring out a plan to navigate around them is going to set you up for success and make sure that you can achieve that vision and reimagine what is possible with diabetes. Let me tell you about someone I worked with who was able to go from having a non-vision in their life with type 1 diabetes to having a vision of where they were going in their life with type 1 diabetes. I'll call this guy Isaac. And Isaac came to me because he was really struggling. He had just been diagnosed with diabetes several years prior. And before that, he loved to scuba dive. He was out diving probably twice a month or so. And once he was diagnosed with diabetes, that just stopped. He didn't scuba dive again, and he didn't even think that it's possible to scuba dive. And I asked him why. He said, well, because I'm just so scared. I'm scared of what will happen if I'm diving and I go low. I'm scared what other people will think about me. And it just seemed like too much trouble. And I said, what's your goal? And he said, well, my goal is really to make these feelings go away. And I said, Isaac, that's a non-vision. Your vision sounds to me like you want to scuba dive. And he said, yeah, you're right. So I was able to work with Isaac to help him dream big and see what he wanted to do 
and go beyond what he didn't want to be and go to where he wanted to be. And that was someone who was scuba diving on a regular basis. And he only got there because he was able to get specific. He was able to see where he wanted to go and have the direction to get there. And for Isaac, this vision mattered. It mattered because scuba diving made him feel alive. And not being able to scuba dive made him feel like he lost something that was important to him. And that wasn't necessary. And so he picked something that was important to him and was able to move towards it. But he had to remind himself of this vision every single day. His mind, like all of our minds, got in his way. And the only way he was able to get through it was by identifying his barriers, by working with me and his friends and family so he could see that vision clearly and move straight towards it without letting the barriers get in his way. As you can see for Isaac, his vision went way beyond what he couldn't do and what he was feeling and what he wanted to get rid of and really focused on where he wanted to be in his life. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be able to see that vision for yourself and then have the tools and resources you need to achieve that vision. And when you can do this, trust me, living with type 1 diabetes will become a whole lot easier for you. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you're looking for your next step in your vision with type 1 diabetes, be sure to register for Reimagine T1D. This two-hour interactive virtual workshop will help you define your vision with type 1 diabetes and then give you all the tools and resources you need to achieve that vision. Reimagine T1D will take place on Thursday, October 21st from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific. To register, go to www.reimagineT1D.com. That's www.reimagineT1D.com. And remember, registration is free. As always, I love hearing from my listeners, so please feel free to send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. Send me a note to say hi or give me any feedback you have about this podcast. I love to chat. And be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.